Welcome to the Dream Big, My Friend podcast, where you will find all the inspiration you need to begin living a more intentional life today. Because no matter where you are right now in life, it's never too late to dream big, my friend. And now here's your host, Francis Vitakovic. Hello, 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 my friends. I am genuinely so excited to record this episode today. In fact, I don't think I've ever been as excited as I am right now to record a podcast. This one's actually called I Dare You, and it is something that I am absolutely bursting to share with you all. But before we jump in, I'm going to share with you the fact that I think you've already all worked out that I'm slightly obsessed with productivity goal setting, dreaming big, etc. And I have always wondered why there are people who sometimes fail to do what they say they will do. And there's others that are just the go-getters and you don't need to tell them twice. So you, they set a goal and they go chasing it. Just no questions asked. Now, there is a good chance that you've probably fallen into both camps at some point in your life. You might have had a stage where you are very proactive, you go getter, you set those goals and you actually take action. And then you might go through a phase in your life where you're like, yeah, nah, maybe later, I'll do it some other time. Do you understand what I'm talking about here? Okay. You might actually have a dream right now that sounds totally beautiful, but night after night, you find yourself sitting down to binge watch another Netflix series rather than actually starting. So I know that I myself was once like that, okay? I think I've shared with you the story. I wanted to be a writer for years. I used to coach people full-time for a living, and there I was coaching everyone else, chasing their dreams, and I had this dream to be a writer, and I was like hiding behind my role as a coach. But thankfully, I recognized what I was doing. And one of the best things that I ever did was, you know, taking that risk and leaving my full-time coaching business to chase my writing dreams. And I ended up publishing 20 books and starting a few websites and creating so many courses. And coaching is always calling my name. There is a very good chance by the time that you are listening to this that I'll be back to coaching again. But that is a story for another day. Okay, let's stay on topic. We're having this conversation about the fact that I've started to notice, like I was really paying attention to the fact that there are people who chase their dreams and those who don't. And especially in the realm of blogging. Okay, so the last few years, that's what I've been doing. I've been blogging my heart out at the parenting website, Inspiring Life Dreams, and my personal development website, dreambigmyfriend.com. Okay, that one's only one year old. So in the world of blogging, I started to notice there are the bloggers who stay stuck or they have this desire to move forward and yet they don't know how to. And me being me, I actually can't help myself and I like want to help everyone. That's like a thing that I have. I wanted to help these other bloggers out who have been stuck. So I've been blogging for three years. I was really lucky to be so successful right in that first year of blogging. But I always would look behind and go like, who can I bring along with me? Like I want to do whatever I can to help the other bloggers move forward and advance rather than staying stuck. So I have created so many products for bloggers in terms of traffic generation, Pinterest secrets, content writing, because I would write 20 blog posts every single month without fail. I would create these products where I literally share them every single secret I have. I don't hold anything back. I just would give it all to them. I'm literally an open book when it comes to my journey. So there I was, or I have been, creating all these products to help bloggers out, literally spelling out exactly what I've done 
such as the formula to writing those 20 blog posts every month without fail or how I can write a book with zero stress within 30 days, even though now I seriously can do it so much quicker. I even wrote a book about how to launch your podcast in 10 days. I literally wrote everything that I did to make that happen for me. So a lot of these bloggers have all the information that they need at their fingertips. They've got the knowledge and yet they still stay stuck. Now, to be fair, you probably have already picked up the fact that even if you have never been a blogger or never intend to be a blogger, it happens in the real world all the time. It doesn't matter how much information you give to someone. You literally can tell them exactly what they need to do. And for whatever reason, they still stay stuck. They sort of just glide through life as if they're floating down a stream, not really paying attention to what direction they're floating in because they feel like it's the river that's in charge. They don't seem to understand that they can swim to the side of that river and get out and stand on dry land if they wanted to. They don't understand that they could improve their swimming strokes or climb onto a raft or throw an anchor or do something different rather than just floating their way through life with zero intention, zero focus, and just pretty much ignoring those deep dreams that they might have buried deep inside themselves. So when I started to think about this deeply, I realized that all the information that you need to succeed is already out there on the web. It's somewhere out there. There's information out there on how to set smart goals. There's information on how to start a business or how to knit a jumper or write a book or record a music video. I don't know. It could be for anything, but the information is out there. But information means nothing if you don't act on it. It really, really doesn't planning tips in the world won't help you unless you actually execute the plan that you are coming up with. And I could speak until I my face is blue about productivity and goal setting and how life is short and time is precious. But if you don't actually get up and follow the steps that I'm about to outline to you, this is my new formula. I have been sticking to this every single day and it is so amazing. If you don't actually do it, then nothing's going to happen because in order for things to change, you need to change. So let me introduce to you this new idea that I've come up with, okay? I'm calling it the DARE approach. This DARE approach honestly feels like an Oprah aha moment for me. It was one of those ones where the light bulbs were going off and it was flashing like, (gasps) Everything is so clear. Everything now makes sense in a just a really clear and defined way. Now, you have to understand the reason why it makes sense to me is that I sometimes struggled with goal execution in different areas of my life. I still do. I'm great at business. Sometimes I'm a slack ass when it comes to exercise. And this approach I have discovered can be applied to any area of your life, okay? And it really works. So before I go in too deep, let me explain to you how this works. So I'm going to do my best to explain it in this episode in the simplest way possible. So after this episode, you should be able to go off and implement the DARE approach immediately. I do have a product called the DARE Approach to Life coming really soon. So just check out the Dream Big My Friend website if you want to have more info. But seriously, let's just start with this. What you're going to learn in this episode today will be enough for you to embrace it, take it on board, and just honestly watch the dramatic changes that will happen in your life almost immediately when you stick to the DARE approach. So let's start with D, which stands for decide. So if you have listened to my podcast episode on just decide, you will know that once upon a time making decisions was actually difficult for me and now I am a decision making ninja. Well, I'm that way in my business, but it turns out there are still areas in my life that I'm not moving forward at the pace I would like to. And guess why that happened? Because I simply wasn't deciding what I wanted to do. So when you decide what you want to do today, 
in the area of business or your relationships or your health or actually in any area of your life, you will quit throwing around those excuses that you have, you know, about all the cool things that you could try if you wanted to, but you just quit the umming and ahhing. You quit procrastinating. You quit putting things off. You decide instead. You decide to do that one thing. You make a decision and you commit to it. So that is what the D part of DARE stands for. It's deciding, deciding that you're going to take an action. That's all you need to commit to. You don't have to worry about your long-term goals or anything like that. Look instead inside your heart and ask yourself, what do you need to do to move forward today? And what is your next right move today? And what is the one thing that you can commit to doing today? Just one, one thing that's going to take you a little bit outside your comfort zone, something that will stretch you. And of course, it doesn't come really naturally to you, but you know that if you did it, you would feel so proud of yourself. So just pick one thing. So if I was to use myself as an example in the area of business, I might email three potential podcast guests. That's something that would definitely stretch me outside my comfort zone, but not so much that I would break. I I could do it. And let's just say for the area of health, I could decide that today I'm going to go for a 2K run, or I could decide that I'm going to drink two liters of water. Once again, those things aren't impossible. And if it was too much, I could decide to do something a little bit smaller, but that would be like sort of the, yeah, that's just outside my comfort zone, not within my comfort zone, but I could decide to do it. I could decide to start small, but do something. And if I wanted to work on my relationships, I could decide that I'm going to go for a walk with my partner, something easy to do, but stretchy because we might not normally do that if our days are busy. Or I could decide that today I'm going to bake cookies with my kids, which once again, it's pretty easy, but it's stretchy when we have a busy afternoon ahead. And let's just say I'm going to write a new book because I'm always writing new books. I could just decide that today I'm going to write 2,000 words. Once again, something I might not have chosen to do today, maybe I would have left it for another week. But when I decide, I am committing to doing something today. I just decide that today these decisions are going to improve my business or my health or my relationships or any area of your life. So that is what step one is about. Just making a decision, finding that one stretchy thing that you can commit to doing today. Now, only one, like if you are really super ambitious, you might take it up to a double dare and do two stretchy things that take you outside your comfort zone. But that's it. I encourage you to first master deciding on one thing to do. And building up to two things once you've mastered the one. So many people can't even get their brains to commit to one thing. And that's why I'm pushing you just to do that for now. Just stop making excuses. Stop staying stuck in the land of confusion. A lot of us use I don't know as a reason, or we think that's a legitimate reason to stay stuck, but confusion is an indulgent emotion. It holds you back. It keeps you from moving forward. So stop saying you don't know what to do. We are adults, my friends, and it's our job to work out what we need to do. So just pick something. Just pick anything. You can always change your mind tomorrow or later on, another day, not today. You're going to decide on something you're going to carry through today and commit to that one thing today. That's just it. Don't look 10 years in advance for now or five years or even next week. We're looking at what we can do, what we can commit to doing today. Which brings us to the A part of the word in dare. In case you haven't guessed it, it should be pretty obvious, the A stands for act. So once you have made a decision and you decided, you need to take action and act. So just like so many people get stuck on making decisions, that's why I picked D to be the first thing we need to do because all that knowledge doesn't mean anything if you don't decide. The same thing happens for the second letter, act. 
so many people fail to take action. The thing that I love about this new dare approach, it is so simple. It's the fact that you've already decided to do something that feels right to you. It feels right to your heart and your mind's telling you that you would benefit from doing it. So I'm not forcing you to take action on anything that you don't know is the right thing for you to do. So you're making a decision based on your feelings, your thoughts, what you feel is the best for you. So you're deciding. And then you're taking action on what you've obviously chosen as being the right thing for you to do. So ideally, that action should feel as if it's a little bit outside your comfort zone. That's what we always want. We want to feel a little bit uncomfortable, a little bit of discomfort, because that's how you know that you're stretching yourself. And to test it out, like when it comes to making a decision to work out how far you can stretch yourself, I think that it's important to ask yourself a few questions. Let's just say when I spoke about running and I said 2K, if I said 50 meters, that's pretty easy. 100 meters, still easy. And you sort of stretch it until you go, okay, 2K, that's outside my comfort zone. If you force me to do 4K, I swear I would snuff. I couldn't do it. I'm not a runner. So 2K is a a reasonable distance for me. So that's how you can work out yourself, how far you can stretch yourself. You know how much is too much. Take yourself to the point where you're doing something that feels a little bit uncomfortable. And remember, we're sticking to one decision, one action every day. It's not 10 actions. I'm not asking you to do 100. It's just one thing. So let's just say for the example of health. Now, I can actually say that I've done this. I've now tested this out in the last week or however many days it's been. It's been since the weekend, so only a few days. I made a decision. I was going to try to be healthy, but what does that really mean? I made a decision that for one day, I would be sugar-free. Could I do one day? Sure. Okay, it wouldn't necessarily be easy if I said, I'll just do two hours in the day. That would be easy. If you asked me to do the whole day, oh, I could do that. It's outside my um, comfort zone. If you ask me to be sugar-free and flour-free for one day, no, I can I can promise you that would not work. I sort of like my bread and that elastic stretchy band would definitely break if I push myself to that point. I'm not there yet. So that's what you need to work out. You decide what stretches you, make a decision to do something that will stretch you, but not break you, and then you act on it. So that is what the A is all about. You are taking action. Now, here's something that's really important to know. I encourage you to take action and act even when you don't want to do it, even if you don't feel like doing it, even if you later wish that you could change your mind. It is just one day. That is the genius thing about this approach. You're only making a decision for one day. You can do something different tomorrow, but just honor the fact that you said you would do it today. Now, here's where I actually note something that I always think is sort of hilarious is when people say, oh, but I don't feel like doing it. And then I'm like, well, what, what makes you think that you have to like doing it? Do we really need to like every single thing we do? I mean, theoretically, it sort of makes sense that we do like the things that we do, but there are plenty of examples in our life where we do things because they need to be done, not just because we like doing it. So if you are a parent and you have older kids, just think back to the days when your kids were a little baby or a newborn or a toddler. Like we didn't really feel like waking up multiple times in the night to breastfeed, or I didn't, but we did it anyway. I didn't feel like it, but it needed to be done and I got it done. No one really feels like cleaning up vomit after a child. Do you, do we? No, but we do it anyway. You don't want to have it sitting on your floor or in your carpet. It needs to be done. So you do it. And the same is like if you have a dog, like we have two dogs. Do I feel like picking up dog poop? Not particularly. It's like not my favorite thing to do, but it needs to be done. And the same goes for chores and waking up early to go to work and all those other, you know, obligations that we might have. We do it because it's for our higher good and because our future self will thank us for it. 
And I want you to think the same thing about this one action. I want you to have less brain chatter about this stuff. But sometimes a good enough reason to do something is because it needs to be done or because it will help you grow or because you said you would do it. Like you said you would do this one thing. You picked it because it felt right. So don't flake out on yourself. It's time to honor your decisions. It's time to honor your commitments. And in this DARE approach, I'm only suggesting that you do it for one day. That's the genius part of it. You can decide to do something different tomorrow, something less something more or something entirely different. And whatever the case, all you need to do is act and take action on your set decision that you decided on just that. You decided and now you're going to act. Which brings us to the R of the dare word, which is to reflect. At the end of the day, before you go to bed or whenever you want, I want you to review how your day went and reflect on it. Really just reflect. How did it go? Did you feel good stretching yourself? Did you feel uncomfortable? And in what ways did you feel uncomfortable? Would you make the same decision again tomorrow? You can, or you don't need to. This is not the time to beat yourself up if you didn't follow through in the way that you hoped to. Instead, be curious. What got in your way? What worked? What didn't work? How could you make following through on your decision tomorrow easier? I want you to congratulate yourself simply for giving it a go. Like give yourself a massive high five. If you manage to stick to your decision, you deserve the accolades. You deserve some praise. Reflecting is simply a moment that you ask yourself a few questions, work out how you went, and how can you continue to grow and stretch yourself more each day? So that's what reflecting is all about. Taking the time to think about your actions and your decisions and the way that you presented yourself during the day. Could you do better? How can you do better? How can you give yourself the recognition that you deserve? Which brings us to the last letter of dare, which is E. And the E now stands for experiment. Now, experimenting is another thing that I've noticed that people don't particularly love to do. They like to do things the way they've always done it. But we all know that quote, don't we? If you always do what you've always done, you're always going to get what you've always gotten. So after you have decided, which was the D, and acted, which was the A, and reflected, R at the end of the day, time to experiment. So I want you to think of yourself like a scientist. Could you possibly change any of the variables of the experiment next time to get an even better outcome? Or do you want to stick with what you're doing? Like, did you do a really good job? Are you happy with it? Let's just say in the example of me running 2Ks, which is a pretty funny picture because I'm not really a runner. But let's just say that was a massive effort. If I was to experiment after my reflection, I might decide that tomorrow I'm not going to run 2Ks at all because running maybe didn't go down well. Maybe I will walk instead for 5Ks, 5 kilometers. Or maybe there's another real possibility that the results of my experiment weren't so great. So maybe I might decide that I need to go really, really slow. Maybe I'm not at that level yet. And next time I might just run for a kilometer and walk for a kilometer or whatever. Like do something until my body's gotten used to that shorter distance. What we're basically doing in the experiment phase is that we're willing to do things differently. You're willing to slow down or to speed up depending on your stretchy limits. You're willing to do things different. Remember, we always want to be stretching ourselves so we feel a little bit uncomfortable, but not so uncomfortable that the elastic breaks. Elastic, I think, would be our sanity or our confidence. We don't want to break ourselves. You want to lift yourself up. You want to take care of yourself and nurture yourself. I have seen so many people think that there's only one set way to do things. They think there is only one set way to exercise and they do that one thing. And if they don't like that one thing, they don't do it at all. Or they might say that there's only one way to grow a business or to get traffic to their website or to lose weight or to bear on a child or to nurture a relationship. And really there's not. 
there is an infinite number of possibilities. Can, is that really infinite or is it just hundreds and thousands? I don't know. It's a lot. So be willing to explore different options at the end of a day. You can stick to the same thing if you want to. If you don't want to, try something different. It, it might require some research on your behalf and that's okay. The cool thing is that tomorrow we're back at square one. You get to start all over again. You get to decide and then you get to act and you get to reflect and you get to experiment. Tomorrow we make a new decision and we act on it. In the evening, we're going to reflect and open our minds to the ideas of having new experiments or doing things differently. If we need to, to move forward, you don't have to experiment. You can stick to the same thing. It is all up to you. I should note here that when I say experiment, we might intentionally do the same thing again, like I said, because it worked and we aren't ready to do anything more stretchy yet. So you've got to trust your instincts, trust your intuition. Experimenting simply means that you're willing to do things differently if necessary. This is why I didn't choose examine or evaluate your results as part of the E letter. I don't want you to sit down and examine and beat yourself up or do anything like that. I sincerely don't want you to get bogged down by the analyzing and the overthinking. Just reflect and decide how you can experiment more with stepping outside your comfort zone tomorrow. And that is it. That is my newly created DARE approach, which I have been so excited to embrace in the last few days. I've actually been doing it. Let me just share some with you. So the other day when I first thought this up, I woke up and I was like, what can I do differently? Like, what could I commit to doing today in terms of my health, okay? Because sometimes I'm a bit of a suck-ass with my health. I'm generally really healthy, but I feel like there could always be room for improvement there. Anyway, on that first day, I decided I'm just not going to have sugar today. So I made a decision. Now, I actually was once upon a time sugar-free for 18 months. I felt never felt healthier than when I was sugar-free. I think that the reason I stopped being sugar-free was that one day after Halloween, I just made the mistake of having one Ferrero Rocher and then it was all over. Since then, it's like, oh, I can have it, take it or leave it. But even still, I obviously was curious about going sugar-free again. I decided that one day I would not have it. I acted on that decision knowing that, hey, it's only one day. I had a reflection at the end of that evening and I was like, wow, I actually feel so good. They're not going, it was actually really easy. And then I experimented, could I do it again? And I went, yeah. I think I can. And that was my first day with trying the dare approach out. The next day, I think I did the exactly the same thing. And then yesterday, my daughter, who is not a massive meat eater, she's sort of like half vegetarian, sort of challenged me to be vegetarian for one day. And so I just decided, I decided that for one day I was going to not have any meat. I acted on it. I reflected. It felt good. And then I experiment in that. It might not be something that I'll pick to do another day, but pretty much that is all we're doing is rinsing and repeating. So all you need to do each day when you wake up is just decide on something, then act on it, reflect and experiment if you need to. Now, I should actually note that I got out a pen and paper and I wrote down all these different goals to see if it could work with this approach. And the cool thing, it really does. I dare you to try it. And once you are good at it, I dare you to, well, double dare you to make two two decisions that you will follow through on that day. And it really is that simple. I feel like this is a game changer for me in my life. And I'm actually already super productive and I'm a goal getter and a goal setter. But even still, this is just so simple. It requires you to stop making excuses, stop whinging and complaining, stop delaying, stop procrastinating, stop second guessing yourself 
and instead find that one thing that you can commit to doing, just one thing, and you just decide you will do it. You make that decision, you decide. You don't need to commit to doing it forever. You know that the E part of the word gives you the freedom to experiment and do something different tomorrow. But each day I want you to pick one thing that you can commit to doing and give it a go. I just want you to think about the word dare. Dare yourself to try. You decide, you act, you reflect, and you experiment. Seriously, I love this approach so much. Make sure to check out my website, dreambigmyfriend.com, because that is where you're going to find the Dare Approach to Life handbook. Seriously, it is the simplest, most effective way to get started on your goals tomorrow. It's only one decision you need to make and you just follow through on it. So until next time, my friends, you know I love and appreciate you all. Thank you so much for being here with me, for listening. And as always, until next time, dream big, my friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. And if you really loved it, you can show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. For more inspiration, head over to dreambigmyfriend.com where you will find even more content for all the dreamers out there. Until next time, dream big, my friends.